There's never been a more important time to ensure your immune system is operating at its peak. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman with a new natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals created exclusively to help promote a better immune response. Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea. Future Farm's Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea is the first to combine these three powerful ingredients together. Elderberry is packed with antioxidants, vitamins, and may boost your immune system. Echinacea has been shown to activate chemicals in the body that decrease inflammation, and zinc activates T lymphocytes. Low zinc has been associated with increased susceptibility. For more information and order, call 888-841-7216. That's 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Elderberry with zinc and echinacea is all-natural, science-based, and works without adverse side effects. myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast, Part 2. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla. We're answering your questions. Radio program at AOL.com is the destination for questions. Don't forget to send us questions because there's always time and room for us to fit your question in. If not, uh, immediately next week, we'll always get around to it. Yep. Uh, So... uh, What's our next question, Lila? From Michael. Hi, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. Is there any evidence that wearing masks significantly decrease oxygen consumption and increase carbon dioxide to the extent that those wearing them jeopardizes their health? Thank you. Okay. Uh, there is. This is a highly contested issue. Yeah. Uh, because... But, go ahead, Layla. But wait. People have sent us... Here is me, here's my pulse ox with my mask off, and here it is after a few minutes of wearing my mask. And there is an appreciable difference mm-hmm. in it. And especially with certain masks, like the N95s, as right. opposed oh, to the regular blue and white masks some, that everybody's Somebody was telling me they took a transatlantic trip, they took a trip to Greece recently, and you know, because they were on a plane, they wore a, a good mask, an N95 mask, which are the tight-fitting masks. Yeah. You really breathe through because a lot of the mask you sort of breathe around. Yes. Which is ineffective because you can breathe out particles and you can suck in particles around the outside of the mask. Yes. N95 is tightly fitting. So um, they did a study, and I believe it was in Germany. Mm-hmm. And the study showed that there was distinctly higher levels of carbon dioxide in the exhaled breath of kids wearing masks mm-hmm. uh, versus a control group who had no masks. Yeah. So this was a caused a furor. Why? Because masks are a highly politicized issue. Yes. And so some people They're say... virtuous. Some kids say, my my kid's not going to wear a mask. No way, no how. Mm-hmm. And other parents are saying, oh, I want, you know, let's, it's all, it's for our own, for everybody's good. You know, we don't want the kids to get it because then they can spread it. Okay, whatever. This is a polarized issue. So immediately the study was assailed mm-hmm. and it... Uh, on methodological grounds, mm-hmm. that somehow they didn't do the determinations correctly, and they, the the critics of the study had a little bit of a point that the the methodology was not as ironclad, perhaps as it should be. I don't know if there ever is a methodology that's, that's ironclad. Yeah. yeah, that's ironclad. Hard to so do. So the net result is that it was retracted. Ah, it's so okay. So what I'm looking huh. here at the study. Uh, see if I pull it up online. And it is a research letter from, oh, maybe, no, this, this came up this summer. 
Um, mm-hmm. It was... No, I have to say, it's still up. Oh, that's oh, good. Oh, oh no. It, look at this, Layla. Uh, I'm showing you the thing. You, yeah. see, you see in the background, it says retracted. Oh, yeah. It says retracted. Okay. Unbelievable. It's, it was retracted. But you were able to still pull it up, so that's I'm cool. able to put it up, and in the background... It says these, retracted. Like, it, a million times, it says retracted, 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 retracted. See, mm-hmm. I, t- I told you it was retracted. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, and then you got Mayo Clinic, which is, you know, the voice of God. <laughs> uh, debunked myths about face masks. So right away they're pushing back and they're saying, um, you know, w- myth number three, wearing a mask will increase the amount of carbon dioxide I breathe and will make me sick. Uh, this, the city- if you're rebreathing your exhale, you're rebreathing some of your CO2. Yeah. It's like, Absolutely. It's like breathing in a paper bag. Yeah. yeah. For many years, healthcare providers have worn masks for extended periods of time with no adverse health reactions. That's not quite true because I have come, true. seen some studies pre-COVID mm-hmm. where they've looked at uh, performance parameters of uh, masked individuals. We're, mm-hmm. we're all the time in operating rooms. Yes, and, and in do, a cold room and standing, yeah. not walking, not bounding for the subway stairs. And it, it slightly impairs their performance. Yeah. And so what they said in the German study originally is they said, we have standards, OSHA, Occupational Safety and Health uh, Administration, and other, uh, in, you know, each com- country has their own standards. Yes. OSHA would not have allowed that level of carbon dioxide in a room as unsafe. It would be like, oh, you know, you need better ventilation in that room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, it was above the threshold considered harmful yes. to performance and cognition. I mean, the first thing that happens when you have... You're in a stuffy room. It's like, you fall out. Right. So, right. like, we just saw that with uh, President Biden. You know, he's like, maybe there was too much CO2 in the room. It's like a lot of hot air. Uh-huh. You know, talking about climate change, a lot of people sitting in a room and a lot of exhalations. Yes. And who knows yes. if there was good ventilation. So, anyway, he was like, uh, gone. He was especially little, after 400 jets landed. He was, he was a little, yeah. <laughs> he was a little jet lagged. So, you know, we'll cut him some slack. Right. Hey, wait a minute. Has that ever happened to you? What? In lecture? What? Have you ever nodded out in a boring lecture? Oh, sure. Listening to one? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I have to admit, you know, yeah, sometimes it happens. I close my eyes and I kind of yeah. smack myself. You know? <laughs> Put <laughs> a rubber band around your wrist and snap see, it. I don't have like like aides who come up to me and gently tug me at the elbow <laughs> and wake me up. <laughs> but anyway, we digress. Yeah. So, but that's that what that's what happens yes. with, when you get carbon dioxide excessive amounts. You feel drowsy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's why people who are hyperventilating. They need some carbon dioxide, right, to calm them? Or well, actually, mm. it does have a... You're right. It, it, you know, what I do sometimes, uh, paradoxically, when I drive and I feel drowsy, I'll hold my breath for a few minutes, and it actually is stimulating. Ah. But, it, but it, it, it can, you know... You, you know what else you could do that's... that's that, because that's, that's not... It, that doesn't feel good to hold your breath like no, that. but... Do pinch your left nostril oh, and breathe through your right. Oh, I do that too. This it's is yogic breathing. It's yogic breathing. That, if you breathe through yes. your, your right nostril, it's energizing. There's if a, you breathe through your left, it's sedating. There's a name for that type of breathing. In I yoga. forget. I forget too. Okay, but I, I use that. It's all about too. the pranayama, but yeah, yeah I forget it, what it's, it's called. right. It, yeah, there's yeah. an alternating nostril breathing. Yeah. Right. So okay. if you pinch your left nostril and breathe with your right for a few minutes, it it uh, activates your sympathetic yes yes nervous system to energize you right. and if you do the other right. just breathe through the left nostril it activates right. the parasympathetic right. depending on what your need is right. like if you're going to go speak and you're nervous maybe you want to do a little left nostril breathing for a while and calm down and be ready to go and you know 
or or if you need ener- <laughs> if you need energizing, absolutely. I'm sorry. So anyway, so we digress yes, again yes, as yes. usual. But th- this, uh, you know, is a. I mean, it's a. Con- it, let's put it into this realm. It's a contested phenomenon yeah. when it comes to masking. Yeah. But I think it's colored by uh, the mandates and directives yes. that will attempt to downplay the hazards of masks. Yes. And on the other hand, there are people who have a, you know an agenda to uh, unmask, mm-hmm. and they'll highlight mm-hmm. the harms of masks. And I think that the harms are moderate mm-hmm. and real. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, especially for children. But it, I'm more concerned for children is yes. the de- the sensory deprivation that it causes. Yes, because it uh, a large part of what kids do is going to change their socialization. Change the socialization, but also uh, acquiring uh, speech and language skills. It's yes. visual to some extent, mm-hmm. uh, and any social referencing. It's hard to read the reaction of somebody. Emotional right reading. Yes, yeah. you know when 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 a kid falls down, say a toddler. Mm-hmm. And they're not sure how to react. They'll look at mom and dad, and if they go, oh, right. like if they're yes. horrified, yes. then baby knows to cry. Right. Right. But if mom and dad go, oh, boom, yes. you fell. That's yeah. okay. You're okay. Then baby will be fine. Right. How are you going to see that if you're masked, exactly. especially in a little person? Exactly. Exactly. Because that there's that's the detriment. They're just learning that's the harm. to read expressions. Yes. yes. No, I yeah. think that that's that's true. You know. Um, so um, you know, and, and you know, the other thing is, I think it creates. A pervasive atmosphere of fear. It does. You know, it's sort of like when, see, my experience with that was when we were kids, they said, oh, you know, uh, if there's a nuclear attack, you know, and baby boomers will recall this, they, they put us through drills, you know, you're going to face away from the windows and you're going to crouch under the table yeah. and put your hands over your head mm-hmm. and, you know, close your eyes because the flash could blind you. And it was like, mm-hmm. that's a little heavy for kids, mm. and this thing with the mask is a constant reminder that there's some dread pathogen out there. Yes, and it, you know, I think that has an effect too mm-hmm. on kids. Well, there were a couple of instances I have seen uh, on the news uh, of children when they took off their mask, they had a panic attack. Yeah, because they were afraid. These are like five-year-olds. Kids are very literal. You know, they they, are they really generally. Hey, at that age, they follow orders to a T. When my father told me when I was five that while I was eating watermelon, if I swallowed the seeds, that I would grow watermelon in my stomach, <laughs> I cried. Right. You right, know, that right. was fun for him. Right, right. Gag on his five-year-old, but come on. Yeah. You know, that was frightening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's right. funny now, but... <laughs> right. They're, they're but these very, are the... They're literal. They're, they're literal. and Yes. Literal. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. are going to have a generation that's growing up. We'll see if it has any lasting effects, but mm-hmm. I think it's traumatizing. And we do Absolutely. see higher incidence of mental disorders in children and in we are. Uh, adolescents. Um, I think I saw just on Medscape that uh, pediatric organization, I forget which one, the American Association, they're declaring an emergency on children's mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that needs to be taken extremely seriously mm-hmm. because they are our tomorrow. They are our next generations. They are... Yeah, you know, I mean... Uh, I was uh, trick or treating with the uh, family uh, members, and oh, that's one, fun. Of the, one of the kids, uh, you know, who's in school, you know, but he wears a mask in school. Yeah. And where we were, nobody wears a mask because it's outside of New York City, so nobody was wearing a mask, and it was outside anyway. Yeah. And he was a little afraid to go up to the door and knock on the door, you know. And I think part of it is his, you know, natural fear of strangers, but I think part of it was like, 
Oh, that's a little icky. There's no mask. And oh, but wait, what was his outfit? What was his costume? Oh, uh, it was like one of those stormtroopers. Oh, uh, wow. Star Wars. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It was like the white stormtroopers. Uh-huh. Great costume. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So he had fun. He had fun. But it was, there was a reticence to engage with strangers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And maybe that was part of it. I mean, he didn't articulate it, oh, I'm afraid of getting germs, but, you know. No, but it's but unconscious. It like crowd, crowds and a little, you know. It's unconscious. They're, they're a, picking I'm, up I'm on a, the behavior. I'm a scared of crowds. Yeah. I'm they're a, picking up on the behavior mm-hmm. of, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's a very subtle message mm-hmm. given by teachers, caregivers, everybody, and all that. And it's, and it's working. It's not great. Yeah. I'll tell you one ad on the subway because there's <clears throat> always a mask, put your mask on ad on the subway. Yes. And there's one which I find very, very sad. It shows two people talking, not wearing a mask. Oh, These are cartoons. I see. Yes. I talking, it. not wearing a mask. And underneath it, it says bad. bad. And then the other picture, it shows those people still looking at each other and talking, but with, with their the masks mask on. on and, it and it says better. Better. But then the last one, it shows them wearing masks not talking to each other at all and looking at their device or well, their book. That's like... Best. That, I found that very, very depressing. best was depressing. Like completely isolated. Yeah, yeah completely and, isolated. And so there was this... And the, the, the ultimate manifestation of that is there was an Australian... I think she was like the Minister of Health and there was like... this Australia really went nuts. Oh, because, she went nuts, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, she said something like to the effect of, I know that you when you go outside that you... Or have a tendency to want to say hello to your mate in the street, uh, but this is not the time to do that. It's if very it's good. If your neighbor comes up to you and wants to say hi, just wave at them and don't engage with them. And it was like, are you kidding me? It's terrible. You know? Just terrible. It was like, what? That's a really good uh, brogue you have going on there. Well, yeah. <laughs> it, was just, it was like, what are you talking about? And and it it... That could play in a loop endlessly, you know. Could. Yeah. Yeah. But people are losing their stuff. They are. They really, really are. Okay. So, it's sad. So, uh, masks, oxygen, carbon dioxide. Yeah. And you want to make sure the mask is clean, all that too, because there was another study done on children's masks of all the different bacteria that was found. That can wind up in your lungs. And hey, I can't wait for the studies 10 years from now of all the lung diseases that may have been either caused or exacerbated by mask good wearing. But dirty mask wearing. Right, we have right. to we have to say that. Yep. Yeah. So Michael, thank you for that very thoughtful question. <laughs> A roundabout way of answering. Right, but, right. Yeah. Anne writes, Oh, at this point, maybe it's a good time. It's a good time. To, it's that time where yes. we want to allow one of our sponsors uh, this opportunity to share with you a vital message. So hear it. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Youthful Energy, providing you with a unique energy support of pure NT Factor. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years. With a 45-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting our sponsors. They are what make Intelligent Medicine 
your free resource on health. And now back to our questions. From Anne, we have Dear Dr. Hoffman and Layla, whenever you mentioned age garlic extract to reduce plaque, you also mentioned olive leaf extract. What is the dosage for olive leaf extract and how much of it should be all European? All European. Thank you. I am all European. No, well, it's, 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 just, <laughs> it's got like Europe in it, so it's like European. Old, all European. All European. All European. All Thank European. you. Right. I'm in stage one of plaque in the carotids for three years. What I've stage? What stage one? Pla- oh, that's the beginning. Plaque. The beginning. Yeah. Some, the beginning of traces yeah. of plaque. Okay. I've been taking uh, resveratrol. I think she wants to say she says reserve, but resveratrol. Resveratrol. Reser- yeah. For the past year and remain in stage one, I guess that's a good thing. I'd like to add olive leaf. Is it possible to get it down to zero? Well, it, olive leaf has not just oleropein, which actually is a bit for cardiac, but it's also a it's natural for, antibiotic. Yes. And what the there are many polyphenols in olive oil. One of the most important is hydroxytyrosol. Mm. Uh, so. I don't know that they're doing a lot of standardization to that ingredient, to hydroxytyrosol. They will standardize to oleuropein, which is beneficial. But, you know, I think it's one of those things where, you know, you get a lot from virgin olive oil, extra virgin olive oil. You get a lot from uh, from uh, the supplements. And yes. It's not like vitamin D, 5,000 international units or... Yeah. You know, uh, B12, uh, mm-hmm. 500 micrograms. You know, it's not that, it's a mixture of ingredients. So it's good to take. <clears throat> I mean, are there studies that say that taking six is better than taking two? I don't think it's really going to work out. Yeah. But it is, it's definitely, it is one of the key components of the Mediterranean diet, which is heart healthy. Yes. So we can sort of amp up the benefits by taking that. Yeah. Is it possible to get that stage one plaque down to zero and once? You know, to know. again, with, as with heart disease, it may be stable plaque. That yeah. Will, you'll happily go to your grave with at yeah. 99, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, Olive leaf extract is also great for blood pressure and for blood sugar. Yes. Besides being a very, a pretty potent antibiotic. Yeah. Which is great to take through the winter season. Mm-hmm. It's great against candida because it's also an antifungal. antifungal. It's fantastic for an- acne. Right. For acne, olive leaf is benefits. so good. Bone benefits. Yes, for bone health. Yeah. You know, I need to start adding that more to my patients' uh, bone health protocols. Right. Olive One of those leaf. You know, besides Ostera and everything. Sort of on the on the mm-hmm. B list of things, mm-hmm. but it it is helpful. The B list is still good. Absolutely. So yeah, the Kyolic Age garlic and taking olive leaf is helpful. Make sure your diet is very clean. You know, other things to do and get your lipoprotein A checked, lipoprotein little a, rather, and get your, uh, what's the other one? Homocysteine. Sure. Homocysteine, because that would also contribute to the carotids, not just mm-hmm. coronary arteries, but everywhere. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that very, very thoughtful question. Let's see here. We have an email from Sylvia. I'm an avid listener of your radio programs and value your suggestions. I've been diagnosed with deteriorating spinal discs. Is well, there anything... By, by, by the way, that, yeah. that's, that's the universal condition of mankind. As we get older. You know, they, we're they, all dying, right? Our well, life is terminal. Well, and but it, the discs are always shrinking. They're all going to shrink, right? And, but you can more or less 
stave it off through yeah. some strategies. Yeah. Is there anything that might prevent progression of the problem or help to restore disc health? I wonder where glucosamine and chondroitin fall go into uh, may may benefit because it's good for the cartilage in the knees. Right. When I, I just had a nice discussion about glucosamine chondroitin with uh, Neil Levin uh, mm-hmm. of uh, a protocol. protocol for Life Balance and Now Foods, and he's a product. He's a scientific director and product formulator and education director for them, and he does plays a lot of roles there. He's a very smart guy, and he actually suggested that um, uh, glucosamine and chondroitin were not so much of a building block as a blocker. Um, I believe that's what he's saying. And but they, they, um, not so much relieve pain, but they do support cartilage. Yeah. Um, the the ingredient that is interesting for that that could might plump up the discs because the discs are they become desiccated. Yes. They lose their water content. Yeah. And they shrink. And what maintains the water content in discs is hyaluronic acid. Mm. And there's hyaluronic acid supplements. Yeah. So might, I might suggest going a little more aggressive on HA, hyaluronic mm-hmm. acid supplementation mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, glucosamine chondroitin is worth it. Um, you know, anti-inflammatory diet, because another part of that, that shrinkage is, you know, arthritic changes in the spine. True. Yoga is known to help Help the oh, cerebrospinal standard. fluid flow, yeah. and you know, make your joints a little more S- stretching keep, your keep spine. Keep this stretching your spine, keeping it lubricated. Mm-hmm. This is another very important function of yoga as you get older, apparently. So that's you know, something you know, interesting. Sidelight. This is hmm. again a digression, but we we thrive on digressions here. <laughs> interesting study uh, that astronauts, when they go up in space, even for relatively short times, they grow. They grow. Oh, I was going to say they they their bone mineral density uh, oh, goes bone, down. That's another thing. That's a they, different thing. Yeah, but they, they grow. They they elongate for lack of weight. For lack of gravity. Yes, right. yeah, the lack of right. gravity. So what happens is the spine is an S curve. Yes, and it's maintained as an S curve by gravity, and in space it kind of straightens out. Yeah, but that's not good because mm. they actually have found that uh, even uh, pilots. Uh, but also, to a greater extent, astronauts have a higher incidence of disc problems than, oh, the, wow. than the general public because they uh, have this elongation and then shrinkage. Huh. And apparently that's stressful for the spine. That's for interesting. For the discs. That's yeah, interesting. They have more disc herniation. Disc herniation for yeah. that reason. Interesting. Now, it could be you know that they're sitting for prolonged periods. Okay, you know, airline pilots that have long flights. And, but... We yes. don't sit for long periods. No, anymore. no. That's why I tell patients uh, when when we take their high. Oh, I, I think I'm taller. I said, well, next time you come, come in the morning, first thing in the morning, because you'll be a tiny bit taller okay. because your your spine is decompressed overnight okay. because you're lying down sleeping. Okay. <laughs> so that's something I don't know. Or go up in space. Yeah, I mean, this is a little counterintuitive because you think like people with terrible back pain. Oh God, I wish I could be weightless. You know, in space, then I wouldn't. You, I'd feel great. You know, would it would yeah. take the pressure off my spine? Mm, not a great idea. Maybe not so good. No. Okay. Weightlessness is got adverse effects. True. All right. Um, speaking of weightlessness, uh, we're on the verge of timelessness here. Yes. Uh, time flies. We're having fun. And keep your questions coming, please, to radio program at aol dot com. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried a segue there. It didn't really work, but. <laughs> So, 
yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Keep those questions coming. Radio program at AOL.com. Can we make it an easier for people than that? I mean, Honestly, that's, that's a great. How did you snag that all those years ago? That's a great email address. It was, it was $100,000 to nail that one. Down. Wow. No, it, 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 we just nailed it before anybody else did. Before anybody else did. Good. Yeah. We were ahead of the, the curve, Dr. H. Oh, anybody who wants to buy it, make an offer. You know, send your offer to Radio Program. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> For the right price. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll sell this it. This too can be yours. Yeah. We'll sell it to, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, CBS, uh, ABC, uh -huh. conglomerates. You know. uh -huh. <laughs> okay. Make it, make your uh, offer at least six digits. So. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Enough of that. Thanks for <laughs> joining us. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Thanks, Layla. This is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. This is Layla Mudin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212 779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your healthcare.